Hey, welcome to Instant Friends, the podcast where we introduce you to people in and around Orlando. I'm your host, Jordan Jones. With me, it's KJ. Okay, KJ. You don't like that one? No, well, see, I had to. I couldn't use the same one I used last week. Yeah. Because we we're gonna try this for a second time. Yeah. Um, real quick, uh, one of the uh, Orlando's best beer selection is Hinkley Meats. Um, he has 75 craft beers, ciders, and meads, large format beers. There's outdoor seating at East End Market, so it's a great place uh, to hang out. There's live music every third Thursday, the grill, all that good stuff. A lot of good options for food, including Hingley Meats. Uh, there's rotating taps. Um, owner is certified through uh, Cicerone uh, certification program. So you'll be able to, you know, his choices are usually on point as far as uniqueness and flavor and all that good stuff. Um, Sci-Fi Hamster is the, the brewery or the uh, beer this week through Thin Man Brewery. It's fantastic. It's a great IPA, kind of hazy, light. It could be even considered a lawnmower beer. It's got some fruitiness to it. Yeah, too, so yeah, you, know, you mow the <clears throat> lawn and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's good, delicious. All right, so let's get to it again. Round round two. We have our special guest, Kobe Courtney. Hello, <laughs> welcome back. Yes, welcome back. Glad Said uh, be before. Back. Sorry about the uh, inconvenience to no have you back, but but guess what? I'm gonna try to break this up. So you're excited about this? Yes, <laughs> very. Um. So uh, the way I was introduced uh, to you and and still like you know constantly following you is through uh, social media, mm-hmm. and um, just the movement and the you know the especially the the photography of like dance in motion. I think is. Probably like one of the more beautiful things as far as for me, for like uh, inspiration and also just for from like an artist standpoint of like physiques, mm-hmm. you guys obviously keep it tight. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's not a market for um, like, is there is there larger ballerinas? Or do they exist now? If, you know, with yeah, the whole I think culture? like it's like moving more towards like yeah. being more acceptive of everyone. Um, yeah. But I mean, it's almost body types. Yeah. It'd even be kind of hard too with like just... I mean, as often as you dance, like that has yeah, to be like we are very like active. So yeah, exactly. Tell. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just I was fascinated with your social media. And we reached out, and you know, I was like, once I heard your story, I was like, I mean, you have to come on. So, yeah. well, welcome back. Um, <laughs> so you grew up in Virginia, yes. Uh, you were bo- born and raised there, um, and then uh, you grew up in like a very like uh, you said like um, your family, your parents were very good about. You know, being like motivating you to yes. work to work hard. Yes, for sure. They were very good role models in the sense of like they always did very hard work no matter what they were doing, whether it, like be around the house with mm-hmm. other people, yeah, at work, yeah, all the time they were working hard. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of that we kind of bonded over that that kind of small town mentality. It's kind yeah. of no one expects you to do anything in the art forms. Mm-hmm. You know, that's really just not even like for yeah. my family, anyways. It's not really even in like. A realm of like thought. It's like you grow up, you find a job, nine to five, you work hard, and you go from there. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like it was probably the same way, and you kind of probably instilled that. Yeah, at a young age for sure. Definitely had like the routine of like this is what we do. Yeah, exactly. And then and but you kind of pushed that into football at first, right? Yeah. So I don't know how hard I was working at football. Yeah. But um, I definitely like I was doing it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> before dancing. Yeah, exactly. You know, it was, I mean, and it was just kind of like, especially that environment, and like I said, uh, bring that up again. It's just, yeah, you're so susceptible to like um, the surroundings and the people that yes. is around you. For sure, yeah. yeah. It was definitely like 
the cool thing to do just because we all watch football and yeah. it's like it was so cool on the television like i should do it yeah and it was like what all my friends were doing so yeah and then like i mean um at what point were you like i don't want to do this after i started dancing yeah okay so, you was that yeah. wasn't for you um but you probably did the hunting and all that good stuff too yeah i hunted with my dad we had coon hounds black and tan oh nice yeah so so yeah you realize, so the way yeah you kind of brought up the way your introdu- uh, introduction to dance it was yes. through an uh, outreach program yes exactly. yeah and so, yeah explain a little bit about that so like because i mean how they even were like your school was even on there we just in across virginia or like how did yeah they- so the state ballet of virginia richmond ballet um has an outreach program called minds in motion and they go to like a bunch of schools across like central virginia i'd say um and they teach movement to fourth graders. Mm-hmm. And so they're really just there to teach movement and kind of educate through movement. Um, we were learning about Chesapeake Bay that year. But they come, we put together everything by class, and then each school will come together and perform a larger production of yeah. what we were learning about. So the Chesapeake Bay for me. And they had auditions for like a smaller group mm-hmm. that was a bunch of different students from across like the schools they were going to. So I auditioned through that for that. And they had like a ballet like part of the audition. How many like out of like, you know, you said they come and they kind of like audition to the dance thing. How many people do you think out of your school were actually interested in it? Like, cause that seems like for me personally, like I know that that would be, that would be kind of like, like almost like, I don't don't know if I would have had the, I mean, I was already an out, like outgoing kid and doing a lot of sports and stuff like that. But to be like, also like, Hey, I'm put myself on display and try dancing, especially if I'm in some sort That's of true. really sport. Um, I know they picked 10 students, yeah. um, that they thought should audition and yeah. not all 10 auditioned. Well, what, 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 what was the, uh, parameters to audition? Was it, you just had to be like live and like a certain height, like, Oh, you had to be asked. Oh uh, so yes. Yeah, so I'm saying like, what, how did they choose? Like who was asked? I think they just chose on like, maybe like, how they were, how that person was working in their class. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, maybe like the potential they saw. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. And <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> that, well, well, I mean, have you ever like now that you're so far into it, have you ever yeah. like seen it like a, a young kid like in that oh, kind for of sure. and you're like, oh, they have it? Yeah. Yeah. You definitely like see people that are just like something about like the quality of their movement mm-hmm. is very like interesting to watch mm-hmm. and usually when you're like really like you want to watch someone mm-hmm. you can be trained the other things yeah um and then that person will stay like you want to watch them. i'm always amazed at the little kid like hip-hop dancers those are the ones that yeah are, like the ones that like crazy well, just I mean, talent. but also it almost makes me feel inappropriate to see like <laughs> these young like kids like booty dancing and oh, like that's true and like i'm like oh my god like i'm just it's on instagram or whatever i'm like yeah. i don't like, almost feel like i shouldn't be watching this yeah. so, yeah. like they're like seven like <laughs> it's yeah. uh it can be uh pretty wild um <laughs> so like at that early stage what was uh what what drew you to it like i mean we're not drew you to it but like so, you know, you said they chose 10, mm-hmm. but what was it about it that like you really loved like that, or that you really found? A, I feel like I've to. always loved like moving and like dancing around. Mm-hmm. Um, so you did like, so like with your mom and stuff like that, you had said that you guys were all over the place with music and like that yeah. kind of stuff, right? So definitely like into music and like into dancing. And my mom like tells me stories that she used to like 
put me in baseball and I would be dancing in the outfield, not catching the ball, oh, just really? like dancing. But um, that's awesome. it wasn't really like. So so there's still some sort of ingrainedness yeah, in there from like that definitely early Definitely something like I did without thinking, I feel yeah. like. Because like before that, I wasn't like seeing videos of people dancing and trying yeah. to create, create yeah. it. I was just, just like moving. Yeah. Um, and like constantly moving and flipping around for no reason. <laughs> so I feel like now at that age when I got the chance to like do it constructively, um, I really enjoyed it. It kind of all, all clicked yeah. together, together and you're like, oh exactly. shit, this, like, is... Oh, this is something I want to do. Yeah. So from there, you did the uh, 10 and then like you tried out and then you like, stayed in Virginia for a while, a few years after yeah. that. Obviously. So I trained with Rich and Ballet um, for about four or five years um, until I was 15. And I trained with them with my, I have like a great teacher who like really invested time in me um, for that four or five years. Now you're just kind of just someone that as you know, a layman non-dancer as myself is um, you were like, those four or five years is just, just like basics of like, like how not to hurt yourself is like that. You're not doing anything elaborate as far as like expression and stuff like that. It's just like, so in that, that time, um, because we're at that age range, you start to increase classes more often. So each year I was like adding more classes and getting more like, um, like to the point where it was every day. Yeah. So I slowly got to that point in that time. And we were working on like, I don't know. I was working on a bunch of different styles, like okay. character. Okay. Um, yeah, like so you know, how many are there? How many styles? Of, oh, there's uh, like just a ballet. bunch. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's like too many for me to like. Yeah. Name, I so like. character real quick, though. Is that just yes. like for like plays and stuff like that? No, there's like, See, so like folk dancing. Yeah. Um, Like mazurkas and things like pop. There's you can, just you can like, get in detail. You can say the words, even if I don't know. No, I don't want to mess them up. Cause <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's like different folk dances okay. that have their own different techniques. Mm -hmm. that you come together and you kind of like learn them all so that in ballets when they have those dances you have you are familiar and you have like trained in uh, those okay. so in ballets there'll be like a like swan lake has a like i don't know how to describe it but there's like they're not in ba point shoes they're in like character heels and okay. like a tango and things okay. like that I gotcha. so like to teach that type of movement mm -hmm. that will be like yeah, okay. gotcha. See, ballet. in my head, a character was just like, all right, I'm wearing a lion costume. I'm no. In, <laughs> I, I'm in a character yeah. and it's like dancing. Yeah. I think in more a like folk dancing and stuff Gotcha. Like that. Right on. Well, yeah. I won't make you explain them all just so uh, you know, you don't, we don't, you know, you don't, you know, get bothered by it. I'm sure you have, I'm sure people will ask you all the time. But um, so although you're learning all these uh, points for four or five years, and then at what point you're like, all right, I have to move away from Virginia. Um. So I decided to go to a summer intensive that was, which is like a five week program in the like middle of summer where you go to another ballet and you just take um, classes throughout the day for five weeks. Mm -hmm. And um, I decided that I wanted to do one. And so I auditioned for Pittsburgh Ballet Theater and I ended up going to that summer program. And when you auditioned for the summer program, they like can ask you for to come for the year mm -hmm. and so they asked me to come for the year then and i was like oh no i don't think it's the right time but i went to the summer program 
and I had a really good time. There were a lot more like boys around me, mm -hmm. larger classes, which was good because it's nice to be like. Yeah. So, but so you were in Virginia surrounded yeah. by mostly uh, girls. <laughs> there were just less boys. So we okay. had boys classes, but I was definitely like one of few. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's probably the, I mean, the typical like, like yeah. ratio, right? Of For, like yeah. Definitely. Smaller, smaller groups. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Gotcha. So you're like, all right, I'm surrounded by uh, yeah, boys. Yeah. And I'm learning things I haven't like learned before. Mm -hmm. And it was just a good experience. And at the end of the program, they reached out to my mom to ask me mm -hmm. to come for the year. And at that point, I was like, it's probably a good idea if they're interested. And I had a good time. And it's like, it, I was at that time, I was wanting to go to San Francisco. Yeah. And I didn't feel like I was like, ready mm -hmm. at that time to audition for them i didn't want to give off a bad impression yeah. and like not show my best well i mean that kind of show i mean that kind of goes back to kind of your hard work mentality you know mm -hmm. that you have to get to a level yeah. to, to to be there and like kind of backtrack a little bit but what um what was your parents thoughts of like this next step they had to like had to be scary to like uh you know yeah. your son's moving away like how far is like where you grew up to where like pittsburgh was it was a six-hour drive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so it's not something they can be like, "Hey, yeah, I'm gonna check on my son." Yeah, it was. Just I know. Away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I know. My like my parents would have been like, "I don't think my mom would let me." Probably. Yeah, probably not. I mean, she's always like very passionate about you know me pushing myself and doing all that kind yeah. of stuff and pretty much doing what I want. But she's also she hold me in like her arms as of now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like. But you were also what age at this time? Fifteen. Fifteen. Right. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, it was definitely yeah. a hard decision yeah. for mm -hmm. her. Um, but she had to see, yeah. like, uh, you know, that you're, you had potential. I mean, if you're getting, yeah. you know, chosen to do the whole year program and, like, all that yeah. kind of stuff, there had to be those aspects. At that point, I feel like it's a time in the ballet person's career that you have to really decide whether you're going to be serious or not. Mm -hmm. um, and at that point, uh, just so we can kind of, you know, you know, yeah. time on it to where you're at now. Like, what was your, like, I know your next goal was in San Francisco. Yeah. Did you have even an idea of like, hey, when I'm 20, I'm going to do this. When I, you know what I mean? So, did you already have yeah. it like almost planned out or like a vision board? I yes. guess. I don't know. I think that was bit. Fully. Uh, <laughs> did you have a vision board? Yeah. Uh, not like oh. the physical board. Oh, uh, yeah. But definitely a like mapped out yeah. ride that I was like on. And so it was like Pittsburgh. Yeah, and then, I wanted to be like a certain level at San Francisco Ballet yeah, School, yeah. and then I wanted to dance there yeah. in the company afterwards. Yeah. So yeah, that was your goal to dance yes. in the company. Yeah, and, and uh, so you go to Pittsburgh. You're learning a lot of stuff. Yeah. What was your favorite? You kind of br brushed on the styles. Did you have a fa like one of your favorites out of the styles? That so you in Pittsburgh is yeah. when I really got like interested in contemporary. Okay. We every Friday morning at eight o'clock. We had a modern class um, and the teacher was amazing and she was just very like it was a good like intro for me mm -hmm. and I had a really good time with her and it was like free enough for it to be like fun but like structured enough that I like felt like I learned stuff from her. Yeah. So that's when I was like oh I'm going to like yeah like focus on this because I'm enjoying it. Yeah and that's more like uh, I mean just to kind of get a definition of it like you'd kind of contemporary would be more or less like not so structured like, like not in the point she's yeah. like that right kind of it gives be, you more room to kind of play like with it. It's different. Yeah. yeah. So it's a different technique um just like contemporary is like a different yeah. Yeah. technique. I mean, it can be like 
really intricate at times, yeah. but it can also have like a side where it's like more individual. Yeah. Where ballet is a lot of like a lot of people looking the same and yeah. like doing it yeah. well. You know yeah. What I mean? Same way with like contemporary art or even music. It yeah. kind of has this almost I, w- I wouldn't say like almost like a jazz style, like yeah. where it's kind of like it can be it can be like, hey, we're all doing stuff in line, but it also can be like, hey, you're kind of, om- you know, you're, uh, you know, improving almost. To yeah, point, right? it like takes more influences from other things. Yeah, too, which awesome. And gives you probably like yeah. at that age, too, when you've already got to that point of being so young mm-hmm. of like just learning all the structure probably gave you the first time to actually feel like you could actually create. Yeah. Would you definitely. say and like and. I mean, and at the end of the day, it's like, you know, with any kind of, you know, art form, like the curation of it, something from raw to like they're completely making new is kind yes. of what's exciting about it. Exactly. The process. Yeah. So you're all. kind of feeling that now this is like kind of turning into an art style and stuff. Definitely. Like that. Um, so you're in Pittsburgh. You're doing all kinds of cool stuff. And how long were you in Pittsburgh? Two years. Two years. So, yeah. so you're like, you're, you're those formative like teenagers too, like 15, 16. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. The ones 16. where like. What? Yeah, 16th birthday was in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and like yeah. that had you know that had to be crazy. Did you uh, you get a driver's license? No, we, we talked about this. No. Yeah, you still don't have it, right? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I got my learners when I was at home before I moved away for Pittsburgh. Yeah, and then I moved away, and so I was just not at home long enough to like need to take the class. Yeah. Like, so, so if I, I put you in a car it. right now, do you think you could figure it out? I could definitely drive. Okay. I have the behind the wheel experience. Oh, okay. I just don't have the car. You don't have the legal or the <laughs> yeah. legal reason yeah. to be behind yeah. the That too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the formative years turned 16. Um, so we had talked about this before that uh, the, the ballet can be this like uh, kind of party environment, can be kind of wild yeah. behind the scenes and stuff. Are you starting to see that as... Because you're going from such a small town in Virginia to like a bigger city. Yeah. Are uh, you start kind of see like those underlayings of like, you know. I def- kind of definitely seeing people be like act more different than I would act. Yeah. Um, And like pushing the boundaries of like we have set rules. Yeah. And these people are like obviously not following them. Yeah. Um, And like that definitely saw that while I moved yeah. to Pittsburgh. Um, I was still a little young, so I wasn't around like too many of the older people that were yeah. like living by themselves and actually had like some of the life. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You're still like, in a dorm, yeah, basically. Exactly. Yeah, with like a. I lived yeah. in like a big house. Yeah, and I had when I moved out, I was in a, house, a room of four. Okay, so at 15, I had three other roommates. It was terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine. I mean, we haven't had we get married. If you listen to the podcast, when we were 18, we haven't. Ever besides our family had a roommate, and we've talked about it before. Like I can't imagine Sounds now, like, like having yeah. someone else in my space. Very much as like a teenager and being like, I want exactly. Them. That's all you want as a yeah. teenager is you want space and like, yeah. and like I don't know if you still went through the angsty teen phase for sure, uh, yeah. for sure, <laughs> yeah. And like, um, and at that age, like, what was so? What year was that? So that had to be 2016. Yeah. What was like big music influences for you, like at that age? I feel like at that age, I was listening to like The Weeknd. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. It had to be around that yeah, same time. Yeah, Starboy. Oh, uh, okay. Type. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I listened to that a lot. <sighs> Nothing cool, I feel like. I mean, I think, I mean, I'm just, would be interested. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you were starting to play around with other music like genres and stuff like that. I mean, because you're probably so ingrained with like piano and like orchestra and stuff at yeah. that point. So I feel like at that time I was like 
starting to listen to more like R&B things that were oh, okay. around like present time. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, and like rap and stuff. Yeah. I was like moving out of like more country. Like, Oh, yeah. Things. I didn't yeah. think about you listening to country music. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So in like I listened to like old things with my mom, mm-hmm. but um, nothing like new yeah. in rap. Does gotcha. that make sense? Yeah. Totally so I moved out and then I felt like I really like yeah. got more. Yeah. Involved. And it probably helps with the like, contemporary style and things like that. To, yeah, for sure. To have that. Um, so you're in Pittsburgh doing all this kind of cool stuff and moving along. Uh, so what point are you like, all right, I'm because re- you already said you kind of mapped it out. Yeah. What point were you like, I'm ready to go for San Francisco? So um, after my first year, I decided like this is the year I'm going to like start getting ready to audition. Because, like, the auditions would be in January. So, by like, I ended a year in May. And so, it just was, like, six months. Yeah. So, um, that's when I decided, like, I'm going to, like, really focus on leaving. Yeah. Um. So, that's when I, like. Yeah. And now, until, like, get prepared for something like that, what is, like, your mindset? Are you, like, I'm going to train extra hard? Or are you trying to learn more things? Like, how are you trying to compact to be prepared for an audition like that? I feel like it's a, like, sense of just more focused all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I am like doing these like extra exercises that I'm learning there. I'm thinking about the ballet later. I'm researching San Francisco and watching like YouTube videos of like their students and their company mm-hmm. just to like kind of like visually see where I want to be, if that makes sense. Yeah. So you're eat, you're like basically like uh, eat, sleep and like uh, breathing like yeah. ballet at that point. Yes. For sure. Yeah. And like, that's all you did. Yeah. And you probably, and all the time. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, yeah. like to keep bringing it up, but it's like kind of once again shows your parents and like kind of instilling that hard work, like, gotta do it this way type mentality. Mm-hmm. For sure. And uh, also for just the audition process, is it only a physical based audition? So, or was like, it was any kind of written exam? Cause it is technically kind no, of a, a, yeah. a school or whatever. So I didn't know. So we don't do like academic things. Yeah. I did that separately. Yeah. It is like, so what you have to do is send like a picture or whatever and then take a class and then they'll accept you the summer program through then. What's and the then picture do? The pictures, I guess, is to see like it's a headshot and a first airbus. Okay. So it's to see our bodies, I'm sure. Yes. And to see a face to our name. Yeah, okay. So and then they'll refer to yeah, those later yeah. when they're like doing whatever. Yeah. And when we go to audition for the year-round program, we had to write an essay about why we wanted to go, how we think that we would, like, do there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what would we do to make sure we did well? Just, like, to explain ourselves yeah. to them. And then they will watch us after we have submitted that. So you do have – there is some sort of form of, like, yeah. writing to it. To like, for, like, the school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, to be able to, like, you know. Yeah. And – I assume like seriously. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so you fly to San Francisco to try or do you go through like. uh, So I auditioned for the summer program Mm -hmm. in Washington, D.C. Okay, yeah. 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 And then like uh, you almost didn't make it. right? Yeah. So we went to the wrong studio. Mm -hmm. We went to the studio we usually go to for auditions. And I get there and it turns out Pittsburgh is there, not San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And we like asked the front desk lady like do we have the wrong time? And she's like, no, it's just not here at all. It's somewhere in Maryland. And so we were like 
booked it straight to there and got there. You and your mom, right? Yes. We were flying. And she was uh-huh. like, I'm going to get get you yes, there. Yes. She was like getting me there. That's and she all, did. That's awesome. Yeah. 10 minutes spare. We yeah. had pre-registered, so it was fine. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I don't know if she's going to listen to this, but. but She definitely will. Well, I mean, just like I said, sounds like a great mom willing to do yeah, whatever it yeah. takes to what you For like. sure. Um, so you get there. Like, what would have happened if you had missed that audition? You would have just been oh like, God, you wouldn't have been. Yeah, I just wouldn't have been able to go. Yeah, have you even? Or I would had to like resubmit, go to a different city, like Uh, New York or something. So you'd have still be able to like it. It would have maybe depending on it could have thrown off your entire course of like. Yes, it really could have. (laughs) And then so you get there, you audition for San Francisco. Um, Now, have you had you hurt your shin yet? So, not. So I hurt my shin two weeks before I went to the summer program. Okay. So so you had already got into San Francisco. No, it was summer program for San Francisco. Oh yeah. yeah. So I didn't get into the school yeah. until I went to the summer program. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm about to go like present myself for the first time in San Francisco, and I am like trying to get back into shape and just make sure when I get there I'm like what they want to see. And I take some like local classes at a smaller studio because my mom had just moved down to Jacksonville. So we didn't know like too many places. And I get a stress fracture in my shin. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> and then well, how did but how did you get it? Like you all- I was doing a petit allegro, which is like small jump. Um, and going too fast in a not very good combination. And like it just but and Dancing. like and also it can be you had told me that it's kind of, it also can be the floor. Right? Yeah, the floor was not good. It was like so usually we have a sprung floor. Uh, there's a pocket of air under it, but this was in a warehouse type um, building. Yeah, and which isn't good for mo- like don't let the movies fool you. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. not cute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we had, we had talked about that too. Like the idea that like movies kind of make it seem like people jumping on concrete. And yeah, stuff like that. you said definitely. there's no way that it would. You could do that, but you're going to feel it tomorrow. Like it's not something that. Yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense that like to have have that pressure and like to have that give or whatever. Yeah. So you're dancing in a warehouse. It's movie Footloose. And uh, I don't even know. I don't think that's. I don't think that's uh, ballet that he's doing. That's. I don't know what what that even is. It's fun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like an expressionist. Like. Yeah. Is it? Would you? I mean. I don't even know what I don't I even know. Yeah, it's like a gym gymnast that like yeah, he's yeah, he he doing all sorts stuff. of things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. bunch of them. <laughs> Anyways, um, so you uh fracture and you did you know immediately that like oh shit I fucked this up? So like they try to teach us like the difference between good pain and bad pain, mm-hmm. um, which is weird to say. I mean, I mean, I get that. Oh, I mean, the idea though, like if you're yeah. doing as much you know strength training and stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. But so it like started to hurt. And I was like, oh, no, this, like, really hurts. And then it would go away. And then I start dancing again, and it would get worse. Mm-hmm. And then it got worse. And then it got worse over, like, three days of me dancing on it. And so that's when I was like, Mom, I have to, like, get this checked out because it's not yeah. working it's right. Not right yeah. yeah, I'm, like, trying to fix it, and it's getting worse. Mm-hmm. And I go to the doctor, and they try to talk me out of getting an x-ray because of whatever reason it's not good for me. And... I had to talk him into giving me an x-ray. And when I did, he like was like, oh, yeah, you have a stress fracture. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, 
just take two weeks off. And I'm like, I'm sure I need longer than that. Yeah. But two weeks is what I got. So I'm going to yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> so you just didn't dance for two weeks. Yeah. I just like chilled and tried to like. How hard not was that act. for you to know? Very hard. Especially like the two weeks before I'm yeah. going. I'm like the most nervous and the most wanting to like. Right. Yeah. And I just had to like Practice. chill. Oh, man. Dude, and, and like that's like your whole life at that point. Mm -hmm. Like. Yes. So, like, we're, like, man, watch, watching TV, I guess, just like, yeah, trying not to think about it would be. I'm like, sure I did like some other exercises that yeah. were not like on the shin. Yeah. But well, yeah, we didn't even really talk about that. Like, you, there's a lot of not just like dancing and stuff that you go into like uh, you know, training and stuff. There's also physical and strength and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Like swimming and definitely lifting yeah. weights and stuff like that. So, in San Francisco, we had like swim conditioning every Monday yeah. at nine. And then we'd have throughout the week, we'd have like a more cardio based mm -hmm. conditioning. And then we'd have strength, strength training with weights. Um, the boys would. Yeah. And oh yeah. So yeah. sorry, I, I might've skipped ahead there. So oh, no, you go, you go from, uh, you like, we do a lot of Pilates too. Mm -hmm. Like nice. a lot of Pilates throughout Pittsburgh. I did like Pilates two times a week and nice. reforming reformers and everything. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I guess Pilates would be kind of be the most translatable. It's great. Yeah. yeah. It's really great. Hey, we should do Pilates. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I got, I got uh, leg warmers and everything. Yeah. I assume that. No, I don't. <laughs> I can get some. You should. Yeah. I'll get them. Um, so you go from Pittsburgh to San Francisco. Now that transition, I mean, cause that's way more than just six hours. That's all the way across the country. Yeah. It was so, crazy. Yeah, and so that had to be nerve-wracking to be like, all right, this is the next step. Yeah. And also to like kind of point back to like you had a timeline. You're like, all right, yeah. I'm falling in line with exactly what I want. Yeah, I'm like just barely not making my timeline mm -hmm. because yeah. I wanted to be a trainee at that point. Oh, okay. And at, I was like a little – I was in level seven and there's level eight and then trainee. And a trainee so, is like, what is trainee it? is like the closest level in the school to the company. Okay. So I wanted to go and I wanted, I wanted to be ready to be a trainee. Yeah. And then when I got there, I wasn't and yeah. I was injured. So I was like, I'm not going to push it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, And so, so like at first when you get there, they just throw you right in. There's no like, I mean, it's like, yeah, a the first day, like we were doing like, it's all boys classes at this point. So everything is like big jumps and like, yeah. Just very yeah so like, is that, Kind of a gradual step of like, all right, we're kind of pushing you away to like, like where it is all boys classes. Like, is it more yeah. like aggressive, I assume, as far as the training, stuff like that? It's, yeah. When they separate, um like, the women and the mm -hmm. men, it's definitely more aggressive for each in yeah. their own, like, styles and things. stuff. Yeah. 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 They have more point work and it's a lot harder for them to do what they have to do. And for us, we have a lot of jumps. And turns and just like the men's technique. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen like, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, Jesus, I'm going to look like a fool. I forgot his name. The, uh, I think we talked about, oh, Sergio Plone. Yes, yes. Like his jumps. Crazy. It's it's insane. Like like the first time I saw something like, I got like someone like Valerie like really get up or a photo. Like I yeah. said, I was going in like, uh, what used to be like heavy and even now a lot, but like heavy into the photos and stuff like that and the movement. Can play and went around with that, but like seeing someone that's like, I mean, I don't even know like the distance. It had to be something crazy, like crazy. six six feet, like you yeah, know, with your legs jump, and splits yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's insane. Like probably it's just just like a like, especially with the flexibility, something like a basketball player too. Like just like how high you can get up, and yeah. also that landing. Some people, yeah, it gets crazy how high they've jumped. Like 
That's insane. Yeah. Like, I, so you're like all in the uh, boys' classes and you're uh, learning all these jumps and stuff like that. Yeah. So how was that shin like uh, feeling on terrible. those? Terrible. Yeah. Even on the nice floors, it was terrible. And you didn't tell them, I assume. No, like, I didn't. So yeah. you're just like just fighting through it. Yeah. So I was pushing really, really hard through like this um, like intensive, and we had a lot of classes. And San Francisco is like a next like. It's one of the hardest schools, I feel like, to train with just because of like they're really good. And so these classes were just hard. And they, I don't know, we just killed my shin. Yeah. And, yeah. and like, are you, what, are you just like rub? Like, how do you like even, like, I'm massaging it. I'm doing what I think I need to do, but rest it is what I needed to do. Yeah. So there was really nothing I could do except just like really pay attention and try not to. Try to only push it when they're watching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so you're going through all this school and like, so now it's like another level. Is like the living environment stuff the same? Are you doing? Yeah. Like so this time around, I'm living in a like house. Yeah. The same same style. Yeah. But like. Yeah, a little bit people. more freedom at that point. Yes. Yeah. More freedom. We could like, before I had to leave in groups of three. Now I can leave by myself and like oh, okay. much more freedom. Nice. So you get some sort of like semblance of like, not just a childhood. You're not just like living at Hogwarts, like Harry Potter, yeah. where it's like, this is all you uh, do is just like living in yeah, school. So you kind of get able to see the city, which I'm sure yeah, is amazing. Beautiful. And kind of, you know, probably helps up free some creativity and like mindset, yes. right? Not just being enclosed in that one exactly. space. Exactly. Yeah. And I just get time to myself too. Like yeah. before I wasn't having any time where I wasn't around the people that I was dancing with all day. Yeah. So this time I really got to like, go out and like reflect by myself yeah because that's probably a huge thing as far as yes. the uh the reflection and the mental issues of like uh the idea that you're you are so young and malleable yeah and you're like just being pushed so hard because your uh teachers were french like yeah. in san francisco so they were really hard and aggressive yeah. and like verbally abusive and stuff to you yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like in a lot of ballet uh spaces the line between like yeah, maybe verbal, really pushing. Yeah, maybe verbal abuse is the yeah. wrong, wrong, wrong word, but very it's just, strong word. <laughs> but yeah. it's like they were also very strong too. Yeah, exactly. So, but but like, and and like, but there's also that weird symbolism where they're like, or like the weird comparison where they're like, they might have been strong, but they also were trying to make you better. Exactly. Like it's definitely something like I went in mm -hmm. knowing that was going to happen to yeah. an extent. Yeah, you know I mean, it's mm -hmm. like that was to be expected so mm -hmm. that I could achieve what i wanted to and like and it probably just sharp yeah sharpens you in that where i'm sure a lot of people they probably crack under that pressure and stuff like that right? yeah it's definitely not for everyone and every yeah. teacher is different so um it's about like yeah the well even though that was only you know like uh you know four years ago um yeah. are you yeah. like same with like so I just only like, you know, comparison I have is, you know, we've talked about this several times on the, on the podcast as far as like kitchen work is like there used to be such this really strong, aggressive, like uh, kind of the same mentality yeah. of like or even in like a lot of like you, you could even go as far as like, you know, um, youth sports or whatever mm -hmm. that, you know, there used to be this uh, stigma of like you have to be hard on people to, yeah. you know, achieve the best mentality. And necessarily, that's not always true. Yeah. That like, you know, you know, um, so you, you, there can be some softness as long as you're teaching well and like, you know, teaching to work hard and good ethics and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Do you feel like over the course of when you were doing it to where it's now, is there some sort of like more like progressive thinking toward being taught and stuff like that that you see? 
Um, yes. Yeah. I definitely think it's like something that people are recognizing more. Yeah. Um, because like the people that are going through it are like coming up and like being like, exactly. okay, I'm not yeah. gonna act like this anymore. Yeah, I think that's the same the, yeah. Yeah, kind of the same symbolism. Um, yeah. yeah. And it just like doesn't work for every it works for some people, it doesn't yeah. work mm-hmm. for others. So I think it's like the evolution of just like the people that are being taught are going to become the teachers yeah. and they're not they're gonna choose to do it differently if exactly. they didn't like it. Even for you, probably. I mean, yeah. I, I could see. I, could, I mean, I yeah, was, I don't. I, I wouldn't necessarily. I didn't necessarily like click with the very aggressiveness. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> back up. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I wouldn't do that in the future. Yeah, right on. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's just growth. Like you said, it's evolving. It's uh, trying to find work what works as far as for the craft yeah. too. Like I yes. mean, and not only for like, no, you want someone to be able to dance well, but you also don't want them to like do a bunch of cocaine and like cry at home. Exactly. Yeah. There's a yeah. You don't want to break it. Yeah. <laughs> you need to like yeah find a balance yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Um, so school's going great in San Francisco, right? Yes. And you're there for how long? Um, I'm there for two years. Yes. And um, during that time was like a lot of intense training and like competition the whole time. Yeah. So by the time I was like leaving, I was ready to leave. Yeah. And you're doing and like. Like you brought up, you're also doing regular schoolwork too. You're doing yeah, I'm algebra. finishing high school. Yeah, and, and like I can't imagine the idea of like being like, all right, I'm going to do this as my career. I'm I'm going to put everything I have into it, but also I have to learn chemistry. Yeah, yeah it was terrible because like, you had no intention to be like no. anything, like anything else but a dancer. Yeah, at this point, it's like okay, I'm going to do this. Like yeah. I am already know that like. I can, so I'm going to. Mm-hmm. And then, like, writing all these essays mm-hmm. on these books. I'm like, no, like, this isn't going to help me at all in the future. Yeah. So it was definitely not. Yeah, it's probably good. hard to be motivated. Yeah. To Very like, hard to mo- self-motivate. Yeah. To be, especially at that age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terrible. Um, yeah. That was terrible. And, and okay, so um, that at that age, kind of brought that up. So have you, are you still, like, your, is contemporary still what you're drawn to at that point? Or no. had you, okay. So... At this point, contemporary is still something that, like, I enjoy. Mm-hmm. It's not something that I was going to, like, move towards, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. I was still going to be a ballet dancer, and that's what I wanted okay, to Okay, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to be, like, ballerina. Yeah. So. So, so you were, like, yeah. you kind of, you still enjoyed it, so, but you're, like, so now it's, like, I'm going to focus more on... Like, uh, was there a certain style you're focusing on or you're just like, I'm going to try to consume as much as I can? Um, so I, you mean contemporary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at this point, I'm like getting new contemporary teachers. Yeah. And so I'm already like immersed in like these other new styles. Yeah. So I was really like trying to like collect what they were yeah, saying. Yeah, absorb everything. Yeah. Um, Just like technique wise and trying to like be better at it mm-hmm. because also moving to San Francisco, the group of people was more diverse and I saw some amazing contemporary dancers that were like trying, like not trying, but like doing ballet, mm-hmm. but they were already like this formed like great contemporary dancer. Mm-hmm. And so that was also like a good like motivation. I was yeah. watching them yeah. and I was learning from them as well. Yeah. And who also was like kind of your, uh, would you call them like, I guess you'd call them mentors, but was there anybody that's, that was at a high, like a, like a higher level, like in a, um, like, a, you know, like a, uh, like there was a, maybe a teacher that wasn't in the school or someone mm-hmm. that like was maybe world, world, uh, around, worldly known. <laughs> I got there. My tongue got all twisted up. Yeah. 
just like dancing. Um, so uh, was anybody that you saw that you were like, all right, I'm going to like you like were kind of absorbing what they were doing. So definitely for ballet, I was watching this woman in the company named Sofiane Sylph. She's a French ballerina mm -hmm. and she's like the strongest like dancing person I've seen ever. In my opinion, she just is like very diverse in how she can use her body and it's always strong. Mm -hmm. um, and I was trying to like collect from her and watching her upstairs. And um, but with contemporary, I was looking more at choreography and seeing things that I was more interested in, like doing myself, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I wasn't really watching a specific dancer. Mm -hmm. I was watching for like Killian. There's he's a choreographer. Mm -hmm. He has a lot of work and I love all of it. Yeah. So I was watching a lot of that um, with like a company called no Netherlands Dance Theater, NTT. They do a lot of his work. So I was watching a lot of that and just trying to like, you know, yeah. like look at it and like. And like, thank, thank God you had like the internet at that time. I can imagine yeah. if it was like 20 years before, like those yeah. people, those people had to have like only from someone that's in front of them exactly. or like a book. Like a, like a physical video. Yeah. Yeah. A VHS. Yeah. Or, like that it's all grainy and you probably can't see exactly yeah. where the body's movement and stuff definitely like, thankful to like be able to immerse myself in mm -hmm. it like, and that's probably helped to help the craft so much for sure for, especially like, to get people more interested because people that don't even see dance now see it all the time on tiktok or yeah. whenever mm -hmm. and they are like they like dancing a lot more now yeah exactly yeah like myself included like i don't know mm -hmm. where i would have even came across ballet besides yeah. like you know you're like a mm -hmm. rudimentary like movie or whatever yeah. you know what i mean like library book yeah yeah exactly yeah something like that. yeah even that i don't even know um so you're in san francisco you're like all right time for the next step yes and then you decided that how did you come to across that orlando was where you wanted to go so i had a friend in the company at the time and um we had met in richmond before i went to pittsburgh and i reached out to him i was like i'm thinking about like auditioning for companies what do you think about Orlando and he was like you definitely should so I reached out to um the company and sent my things I had yeah. an audition video I had a contemporary solo I had a ballet solo I had dance photos in my resume and letter of recommendation nice so, so was, you were yeah that, that's the I mean I assume yeah. that's the package that you're like yeah it's a lot yeah. for like a little teenager to do <laughs> yeah. and all of us are trying to do it together yeah so it was like very stressful time yeah. but um put that together and then I sent it to them and then they asked me to come take a class so I flew. yeah so so take a class now is that it's not really, I mean, I assume that you're like audition. Yeah. Something. So like, are you just put into the same class as the people that are in the company? Yeah. So I just went and took a company class before their regular day. Yeah. And like, did you, were you, was there any kind of symbolism of like, holy shit, like not only am I doing this to make money and be a career, yeah. but also I'm surrounded by people that are maybe yeah. like older. Like, yeah. Into, yeah. You're now outside of the realm of like just a, a school or, you know, that you're yeah. going to. Definitely like a different atmosphere yeah um just because like they're professionals and mm -hmm. it was so much fun <laughs> yeah okay. yeah so i just like and how do you think you like i mean obviously you had to have done well in the class like, yeah was there any parts where you're like oh fuck i like I was... my all my jumping because i was injured yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so i was gonna break but, that out yeah yeah but and, but even so the fact that 
you still were injured and still yeah. able to. I thought I did a good job. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they would have chose someone that was yeah. doing a bad job. That's true. Maybe. And then they tell you that same day. Or so they-, they brought me up and told me that um, they don't know what, but they want to offer me something, and I had to wait. So, so what was the like, potential offer? I mean, like, is there? So, there, I could be an apprentice in the company. I could be a full time company. Apprentice? Member. You're not getting paid. No, I do. But okay. It's less than. Like, yeah, it's the least. Yeah, um, but I do get paid weekly, and then company member, full company mm-hmm. member, and then there's also Orlando Ballet too, and trainee, which are like part of the company and like part of the school as well. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, gotcha. So they tell you like, hey, you might get it, and yeah. you go back to San Francisco. Yes. And so now you're just like waiting. It took like two days. Oh, so, that's good. Yeah. Didn't wait long. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. worried. Yeah, but um, yeah. So I got in. And your shin is still what it was. The two, the it two was like before. after I auditioned, just because of the flying in the different floors, my shin was like mm-hmm. even worse. And I'm sure I that you pushed. pushed yeah. I was about to say, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I went to the doctor and like almost as soon as I got back to SF, went to the doctor, got an MRI. And they're like, yeah, it looks like your shin hasn't healed at all during the two years. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I why. And they're like, yeah. it would be better if you just got surgery. If like, yeah. since you're, looks like you're done growing or whatever. I'm like, okay. And so I decided I'm going to get surgery that summer. And that was just to, like, they put rod in there? Or like yeah. So they put a rod into like screws. Mm-hmm. Um, they like went above my kneecap and went like behind it and put the rod and yeah that. <laughs> and now I have a rod in my shin yes. so. and so you had we said it was like six weeks right or like yeah so it was eight weeks eight before weeks. my season started and they were like it should be a quick recovery like mm-hmm. if you do it right but it could take a long time too um I had known someone who had the same surgery and it took them like six months but these people were telling me like six weeks. So I was yeah. like, I like that Optimistic. answer better. Yeah. <laughs> Just to go back to the first yeah. thing. I was yeah. like, oh, you need two weeks of rest. You're fine. Yes. I like the choice I like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All these doctors are very motivated to get you <laughs> yes. back, which is good. Yeah. But um, I had flown out to Pensacola and um, to go to the Andrews Institute, which worked with a lot of professional athletes. So they're kind of used to the um, like do it. And then like hard recovery and go back to working. Yeah. So that I felt like safer with them. Yeah. Um, and they did a great job. Nice. Yeah. And uh, so you're healed back and then you go back and then yeah. I just s- show up like first day of the season. Like nothing, like, like nothing's, nothing's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Did everything. And all your scar. I mean, scarring bad. I mean, it wasn't. Um, yeah. I have a scar right here and two, but it was I like, like they'd been like, hey, what's that? Yeah. But you're wearing tights, or I assume, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like they don't have to see it. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was de- I would definitely wasn't 100. Yeah. Um, at all mm-hmm. because I hadn't been able to dance, dance too much because I was recovering, but I was confident that I could do everything that they needed me to. So I just didn't say anything, and I just <laughs> did it for them that way. But they know now. Yeah, they know now. Yeah. Because so yeah, what did they offer you initially? Like what? Like when you auditioned, you said yeah. that there, were, there were layers. Or- I was, I came in as an apprentice. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like was with the company and yeah. got to, nice. yeah, I was with the company. And then, uh, which yeah. is great. 
Yeah. I mean, um, to be in any, but I'm sure mm-hmm. like. Yeah. And, and I was coming from a school. Yeah. So like I was very thankful that like I didn't go like o- like OB2 just because like. You just gone to another school basically, right? No, it's definitely a step up. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely a step up. But that's why I'm thankful because like, yeah. I could have. Yeah. So. You yeah. need to start slow anyways with you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't start very slow. I went right back in, but it was fun. Yeah, yeah. I did. And then when you when you get there, I mean, what's the uh, what was your here's not what's what was your initial idea of Orlando? Like, because you had lived, so you'd gone from a small town, then you gone to Pittsburgh, you gone to San Francisco, California, and then like now you're in Orlando, yeah, Florida. Which I assume, like every every single person that we've ever talked to on this podcast, their first assumption is the parks, like the theme parks, and like that's how. Anybody really grows up or any of our family, that's the first thing they think of. They don't even like know the like extent that Orlando grows. But like, what was your first like? I was like worried because I felt like I was like weird in a good way. Yeah. And I was worried that it wasn't going to be like received well, if that makes sense. But um, I knew that the people in the company were pretty good together Mm -hmm. and they were very nice to me. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't, I wasn't. Too worried. Weren't too worried about like the city or like yeah, the, I family like, living next to Disney World. That kind of thing. Yeah, I wasn't too worried about Disney World. <laughs> but, um, I came and I checked it out. Yeah, and I walked around after my audition, and it seems cool. Yeah, very different than what I was used to, but yeah, like, I like different. Nice, um, especially like seeing different. Yeah, at yeah. The beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I moved to like. Lake Eola mm-hmm. area. So it was beautiful. Beautiful. So was like, it's and it's beautiful. all kind of walkable. You don't have yeah, to drive. Exactly. Don't have to drive. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so one thing, other thing we'll touch about. When when did you uh decide to be vegan? So I decided when I was 15. Okay. Um, it was like my first year I moved out and like I was cooking a lot for myself. And I like at first it was just like to stay in shape. I got rid of like red meat, pork, um, like something weird like gluten and refined sugar. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, like I'm eating a lot of vegan things already. Let me just like transition to vegan. Mm-hmm. And then once I started being vegan, I was like, oh, I really like this. Mm-hmm. And I looked more into like the ethical side. Yeah. And like the effects it has on the environment as well. Yeah. And I just was like, okay, like. I like this and yeah. I feel like it's good. So I'm just going to keep going. Nice. Nice. And I'm sure you felt amazing too. Like yeah. And it better. was like a noticeable difference for me. Cause I feel like mm-hmm. back then I was so young, I was eating like crap a lot mm-hmm. of the time. Yeah. So when I was vegan, I wasn't eating as much as the cra- uh, of the crap. Yeah. So I felt better too. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to bring that up because the last person we had on was a vegan too. Mm-hmm. This is not just yeah. This is just going to be a vegan podcast from here Woo! on. Out. <laughs> not me and Kendra, but it's just going to be all the guests. Um, so you're in Orlando, and we've already discussed several times that like contemporary was kind of like yeah. where you're drawn to, but then you realize you want to be full ballet, but you still kind of like the you know the dance style and stuff. So contemporary, like now now that you're fully engrossed, yeah, and for, fully in the Orlando ballet, yeah, like are you still drawn to like what what kind of like push you and inspires you now? To like, yes, I'm definitely like it, contemporary is something I'm working towards yeah. now. I feel like during quarantine, I got to like really um, like 
stop ballet for a little while. Yes. Which as a ballet dancer, you don't really get to do. Yeah. And explore other types of movement and how I can use them to like say something. Yes. That I want to say, mm -hmm. not something that's pre-written yeah. for me. Yes. Um. So I found that a lot of fun. And I found just like watching the videos and like getting dressed up and like trying to like make it like express what I'm trying yeah. to express through like those videos and the improv and whatever I was doing. So that's when I really like was like, okay, contemporary is something I can use to like say something. Yeah, exactly. And I and I totally agree. And I feel the same way with my own paintings. For the longest time, I was trying to just get better and and you know, basically self-taught and just doing more and more. Yeah. And I felt like I was just doing like rudimentary, like whatever the fuck. Like I was like yeah. taking stuff and just like putting it on canvas, whatever. And then it took me a while to actually like Especially like quarantine, I think I started finding my stride of actually putting stuff on there that was an emotional expression yeah. or that was something that I could actually like get out and like leave there. Yeah. And it was like almost like therapeutic at that point. Very, very. And, and I, I assume that you probably had the same thing, especially you're, since you're so engrossed in ballet up to that point. Yeah. I mean, able to, like you said, like say something that's yeah. such a like you're probably an eye opening experience of like yeah. this, this feels right. Yes, definitely something that's like satisfying yeah. about like doing it having it done and being like, okay, this is like, I did that with like myself. If that makes sense. Oh no, I, I totally yeah. get it. And like, do, do you feel like there's a huge separation into the way you approach? Like, for instance, like you guys just finished Peter Pan. Mm -hmm. I assume, do you approach that? Like, this is a, like a job almost. Is there, is there a sense, like, how, I mean, is there, this is a job and I'm doing this like to like, obviously not only like, uh, you know, do what I love, but also to kind of pay the bills. Versus like, hey, I'm going to do a video where I'm kind of just expressing myself. I assume there's a different mindset like afterwards. Yes, very. It's definitely a different mindset. Mm -hmm. um, and yes, I think of it like this is a job that I'm doing. But I feel like because like I am like interested in my job, I, I have more to it than that. If yeah. that makes sense. Yes. But when I am doing like my more solo things like improv or whatever I'm doing like outside of work it my mindset is very like experimental yeah and like not always like doesn't always have to end like in the same result that i started with yes mm -hmm. if that made or yeah. started thinking about yeah oh yeah so it's definitely a different mindset going in because it's like i can be freer in that mm -hmm. because like i'm working with less people i'm working with me yeah um or, and there like, yeah. i'm like going to be a group Yes. So that makes sense. Yes, that totally does. Yeah. And I mean, which is great. And I yes. Love doing. Yeah. And um, we talked a little about uh, Ohad Naharan. Yeah. Yes. And yes. he kind of, and he kind of uh, does that same thing. And like his, his yes. whole philosophy at the, like, especially like if you watch the, uh, the series move on yes. Netflix, his whole philosophy. And I think he might even have his own standalone yeah. documentary. But, um, yeah. and I think it might be called uh, The Whole. I think it might be based around just that. I might be wrong on that. But, uh, anyways, um, he's great. Yeah, he, he's fantastic. But like his whole philosophy is based around just like movement and like to yeah. the way to express yourself with and like he doesn't even like uh, do music like his yeah. like, opening classes and stuff like that. Yeah, right? his it's crazy what he's been able to do like with like just verbally. Yeah, he um and he and he like connects with like elements and stuff like that of like yeah like because like uh, there's a quote that I, that I just wrote down like it says many times when I dance I connect to feminine forces. Forces that create availability to both yielding and explosiveness to both delicacy and aggressiveness. Yeah. So he's like, 
he also taps into those like those emotions of yeah. like not only like himself but also maybe someone that inspired him even if it's a woman or not you know yeah. and it's that he's very more about the organicness of dance yes. mm-hmm. i feel um from what i've seen yeah um and like how this how you're doing it is just like how it's to be done and how it's supposed to feel yeah and like each time is different yeah in a sense like everyone's doing the same thing but like how you're approaching it is very organic i feel like it's almost broke it's it's almost like the opposite of ballet yes it's very different than ballet and he talks about in the move um, yeah he talks about like not looking in the mirror and like that ruins a dancer and everything um which in ballet, we look at mirrors yeah. all throughout the day. Yeah. And in a sense, we do like get told like we can't use the mirror all the time. And like we use it too often because when you translate it to stage, it you can't. Yeah. You don't have a mirror. Yeah. And you're, you have to be focused and like it has to be in a different place, not just looking at yourself. Yeah. So like he has like a point. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's just like because like we're working on different things. It's yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's it's different. Yeah. Like that's what's so that's what I find so so unique. I mean, and that just like any kind of art form. That's whether that's music or whatever. Yeah. You can't like you know compare someone that's doing like folk music to someone that's doing like yeah. you know like hip hop or like, you know exactly. what I mean. Like they they kind of all come from a different place and their own yeah. experiences, and that's what is amazing about them existing on this. Because someone's yeah. creating this from their own feeling, or their, like I said, their, his own organic uh, you know yeah. mindset. Yes. And like uh, talk about the organic mindset. You had told me before that um, like that you had been inspired by like trees and so like yeah. that. So I feel like when I'm outside, and stuff, yeah, things are like how they move mm-hmm. are really interesting, and I like to ex- like explore how I'm going to translate that to my body sometimes. Um, so I'll see something that is like moving in the wind. I'm like, okay, like, I'm going to look like I'm moving in the wind, like that is. And, like, I might take a video of, like, me doing with them just to see how, like, it translates. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, how I took it. And then, like, the game Telephone, like, you say it it changes. (laughs) Yeah. like, how can, how does it look on me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and like I said, it's, and how it, like, probably feels to, like, how to translate to, like, because I mean, obviously, you're not gonna be able to go up to that tree or exactly. whatever it is and be, be like, like, "Hey, look at this!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How'd you do that? How's that feel? Whatever. You're you mean like, you don't talk to trees? <laughs> <laughs> I do. It depends on how uh, drunk or stoned yeah. I am. <laughs> I guess that, that, that's the thing. But uh, yeah, I mean, I totally get that. Like uh, the idea of like trying to—that's like the hardest thing—is like yeah. trying to evoke something that may that translates to someone that might not even know like what you're trying to express. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like you know, trying to. Also get that feeling of like what you saw out yeah. and it can exist, like I said, in, as some, a viewer yeah. from someone else. And it's cool because sometimes like just because I've expressed it doesn't mean like I want other people to take it that way. Yeah. It's like I can like take a video of myself doing whatever, feeling however I feel and then show it to my friend and they feel differently about yeah. it. And, and that's, that's also cool. beautiful. Yeah. It's that, that, like, I found okay, that. like I see that too now. Like, yeah. I find the same thing with paintings. Like I'll like some like this older guy who had to be. I mean, I say older. I mean, he was like seventy, but uh, he was he came around like uh, where I was showing some art and was like looking at a bunch of my stuff and he was like asking a bunch of questions and then he, to him, 
all everything I did was like really aggressive and like yeah. dark and all that kind of stuff. And like, you know, there might have been some of those symbolisms I put in there. Yeah. But like several of them were not that way. It was not your intention. That was not yeah, my intention. Okay. And he saw it that way. And I thought that was beautiful. Yeah. And like, and I've said for a while, it's taken me, it's taken me for a while like, uh, to get into the comfortable place where I'm okay with that. Because yeah. I used to be like angry. For sure. Where you're like, how can you not yeah. see this? How do you not understand this? Or even like, it's, it's taken me a while to get to the place where the comfortability to be like, someone to see it and not even like it. Yeah. And be like, that's okay. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, because you're, because like, uh, like I said several times, it's like, you're putting yourself on there. Yeah. And like, I did this. You hate it. I'm sorry. I still like trying yeah. to learn to enjoy it yourself. Yeah, exactly. And like, and I'm sure you probably have the same thing. Yeah, for sure. I definitely took a long time to get comfortable yeah. with myself enough to like share yeah. and receive different types of like feedback feedback yeah i definitely like to share and receive like what i want to hear yeah it's same, <laughs> same yeah it's harder to like be okay with like yeah the different uh, differences of opinion because it's also your art yeah it's sure. also kind of yeah it's also kind of raw and you're like yeah. it's almost embarrassing at some point so yeah like, it's a vulnerable yeah thing. even accepting compliments has yeah. taken me a while yeah. definitely getting to the point where someone's like oh it's it's so great and i'm like uh, I'll see you later. Yeah, thank it's like, you. I don't know what to say. Yeah, thank you. And like, you know, that that's something that uh, you know, you don't really prepare yourself for to mm-hmm. like get to that stage. Or even like thinking about, you know, this is what it's gonna be and kind of let it evolve and kind of tr- and like getting better too. Like Yes, definitely learning from it too and being mm-hmm. you like seeing that that guy sees darkness in it. Like yeah. maybe you can lean t- more towards that. Like yeah. you know what I mean? It's just like there's always some sort can, of symbolism of darkness and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it helps me become a nicer person, I think. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like yeah, and like growth and like the idea like experimenting. Uh, exactly. And like what would be your goal as far as growth and like where you'd see yourself in like several years? I definitely want to move towards like dance film and things like that. Um more like videos and pictures, not just live on stage. Um I don't know like how that I can really do that yet. Yeah. But it's going to be done. I'm but sure we'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, if, if anything, you haven't learned anything from this podcast that Kobe Courtney is going to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's going to put all the work he can into it and then you yeah, figure it out. So, yeah. yeah. So you want to do more to a film or whatever. Do you put on, you see yourself staying in Orlando for that course? Um, or are you like, you don't, just, I don't know if, uh, you know, ballet yeah, company yeah, members are going to listen or bosses or whatever, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so, and like, yeah, that, that would be amazing. And you yeah. see yourself like going to, so video would be more or less like capturing yourself, like, like emotion and stuff like that. Yeah. And like kind of creating a like, um, story mm-hmm. that is more like narrative. I feel like I want to do with dance. Yeah. Um, with like, yeah, just like the whole, like, that's what I'm always set been. and yeah. like, that's always been, I've been drawn to like yeah. a lot is like, to see videos on YouTube and stuff like that is like. One of my favorite things is to put like, uh, you know, a big 60 or 70 inch uh, flat screen. Yeah. Like, and then putting putting a video, like a ballet video on there with especially like a hard piano, like ups and downs, like mm-hmm. the one I sent you. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and having headphones in. So because it just consumes the sound and then also the video and like it's great and turn all the lights off. Then yeah, I feel like you are like I'm absorbed in this story. Yeah. And it took me so long to like appreciate dance in the art of storytelling because, yeah. you know what I mean? Because it can be that. Exactly. That's exactly what we try to do like in person. We bring yeah. them in a room, mm-hmm. cut the lights off and yeah. play the music real loud. Yeah. Like it's like so it's cool when you can be that involved mm-hmm. and like really like this is what's happening right now. Yeah. Do you have do you have like a do you have like an idea journal or whatever of like stories you like to tell maybe about your own feelings and like ideas and stuff like that? I feel like if 
like when I move more towards it, it will be like whatever I'm feeling then. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's what I will want to tell. Mm-hmm. And so that's what will like be the best outcome at the end, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. So it does. Um, I don't have anything that I have like too planned in yeah. the future, but like how I'm feeling now, I could make something. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I gotcha. Like, yeah. It's. Yeah. And uh, yeah, to go back to move a little bit, that I don't know if you watched all the episodes, but the guy that did no. the last episode, he goes, he, he um, like uh, it was like Israeli and he goes yeah. into his whole like growing up and there's, but there's a lot of like, like uh, political speeches through that. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. And like, that was like one of the most powerful things I've ever seen. Like mm-hmm. I teared up and Definitely it was just like, watching yeah, the, the last, yeah. Uh, yeah, the last uh, awesome. episode, he's great. I, I wish I had his name. They're down. all really great. Yeah, they're all great. But yeah. like he, they go into more of like, uh, that is a whole storytelling thing that he does. And yeah, his whole family growing up and like, you know, all yeah. this kind of poverty and stuff. And it can be really powerful and creative. And I hope to see, I can't wait to see, even the yeah. song I sent you, the dance you sent back was beautiful, beautiful and amazing. <laughs> Thank and you. Yeah, yeah. lovely I watched, music. I watched yeah. it like uh, thirty times. <laughs> um, so uh, we're gonna get out of here. Do you have any uh, thing to plug? Um, my IG is Kobe K O B E yeah. dot Courtney C O U R T N U I. And the ballet's done for the season, right? Yeah, so we're the, just about to finish. So be looking out when they come back for and uh, Mowgli. It will yeah. be their next production. Yeah, and uh, what cool. when does it start? It yeah. will be in October, I believe. Okay, yeah. October. Yeah, so look cool. out for that. Yeah. As always, uh, follow uh, me on Artist Jordan C. Jones. Any paintings? I just finished one today, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> check that out. Um, uh, also, uh, Instant Friends Pod. Check us out on uh, on there. Uh, like, subscribe on uh, all the platforms you can. Yep. Thanks for, as always, for listening to Friends. <laughs>